to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. T, how are you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty fucking hot, but good. good. Yeah, it's really fucking hot, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think this is going to be us for the next couple of months. <laughs> this is true. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> we will keep bringing it up. How hot it is. <laughs> It's like 90-something degrees right now. I know, and someone is like, oh, shut up, you don't live in Phoenix. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we shouldn't, I guess, complain. Yeah. Other people in other countries and states have it much worse, but it's just like, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. You just feel like a little tired. Just a teensy little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so, T, uh, we're going to be talking about episode 405 today mm. called... The Freeway? Ooh. Just a little gentle Los Angeles humor for you folks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so episode 405, titled With Honors. Mm-hmm. And the Amazon Prime spoilie for this is Matt refuses to help a classmate cheat and gets in trouble anyway. That's all that happens? That's all. That's all. That's all. Okay. <laughs> That's all, folks. We're done. I mean, this episode, like, pissed me off to so many degrees. Okay. I, I lost count okay. of how many degrees it pissed me off to. I like it. I mean, how did you feel about it? Like, what were your takeaways? <laughs> uh, we all know how I like to rate this show. Oh, yes. Um, I'm so excited for that moment when it comes. A lot of eye rolls. Um, the, the clapping in the end. That, that, that movie clap, you know, when one person claps oh, yeah. and everybody starts, oh, it's the best in the worst way. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, super annoyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what happens with Annie and Eric in this episode, but then I'm like, oh, wait, it all came back to me. Yeah. I mean, they, nothing really with Annie too much. No. Mostly Eric, mm-hmm. you know, and in so far as uh, he's back. Ladies and gentlemen, Dude. full <laughs> force. Full like, force, Eric. He's yeah, like when you thought it could get a little better, it doesn't. No, no, it really doesn't though. We're <laughs> <laughs> so sad and mean, but it's okay. It's just that, like, I just how many times are we gonna have this episode? Uh, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I, it's been, it's been barely like three and a half seasons at this point not even yeah and we've already seen this episode like 15 times yes i'm over it insane how much they harped on the marijuana thing on this show oh but tell me please tell me you loved it and almost like i don't know well i was watching it on my phone and i I almost dropped my phone because i couldn't (laughs) believe what he said um when, when when he calls it a baggie Oh yeah. I I <laughs> when he says a baggie, I was like, no, 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 no. I, I like you know, I did that like that ten second rewind and I'm uh-huh. like, nope, and then I did it again and then I did it again. <laughs> I mean, it's just and this is and I feel like it's just getting exponentially worse and like heightened. Yeah. Every time they do a marijuana episode, it's just like the stakes are so much bigger and yeah. like Oh no! Like I mean, we thought the Jimmy Moon episode was bad, right? Like yeah. we did not know what was coming down the pike. <laughs> like 
This is insane. I'm over it. I'm over this storyline. And, it, like, talking about how marijuana ruins lives and I don't know what. They Jimmy treat- Moons was actually okay in the sense, like, he was you know, selling and dealing, like, that is actual issue. Yeah, and you had the whole angle of, like, is he an informant? Yeah. And you had, like, Lucy's involvement in that and whatever, mm-hmm. so that kind of, like, did sort of raise the stakes a little bit, yeah. you know? But with this one, it's like they make this guy out to be the most hardened criminal yeah. you've ever met. Yeah. And I'm like, like, I was half expecting it to be like, oh, we found the marijuana, but also he's like selling crack cocaine or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I something. thought I thought it was gonna be like that level crazy. Nope. Oh no, he just fucking smokes pot. He's not even selling or dealing or yeah. anything. He just uh, he's just a pot smoker. Yeah. And they make him out to be like the biggest heathen this side of the Mississippi. Like, what the yeah. Fuck? And hearing like, okay, from from the son's perspective, like seeing your dad being a burnout. Probably would suck. Sure. Okay, that I get. But saying I didn't want to leave it at home because I didn't know what he was going to do. Oh, make no mistake, we will be playing that clip in its entirety. Please. As we get Please. to it. Please, I think everybody deserves to listen make to this. Make no mistake, because but... that is a fucking Oscar-worthy performance <laughs> from this child. I mean, I have never seen so much fake crying. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then just to put, yeah, whatever. I, I just didn't know what you were going to do, what you're capable of, blah, blah, blah. Like, come on. I swear to God. I mean, it's just, I just don't know anymore. Like, that line should be delivered to an alcoholic, not a pot smoker. The, yes, agreed. The, I mean, I like don't, a, not to make light of any no, of those No, I know, things, but if someone but is a yeah. burnout, I, I would assume that they're passed out. <laughs> I know. I love how, I mean, we're kind of ruining the clip a little bit, but it's totally fine. I love when he's like, I was afraid you'd smoke it and do something stupid. Like what? Eat too much? Yeah. Like what's the <laughs> stupid thing he's going to do? Okay. Like yeah. seriously, like come on with this shit already. And then, and then on the other hand, you have all these other storylines that are just like, give me that. Like, yeah. talk to me more about the girl that had a baby at 14. Yeah. Or the guy that's cheating and how he's had, like, like lived his life through Daddy. a silver spoon his yeah. whole life or whatever, you know? Daddy like, that's, that's a story. Yeah. Not fucking, like, guy who smokes pot and, like, you know, bullshit about, like, that's, like, drugs and, like, you know, if you don't clean up your act and shit. Like, come on already. Ugh. Okay. Such a great episode. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, so good. <laughs> so good. I mean, it's, like, the best episode ever. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, people really hate that accent when yeah. they do it. Well, duh. And it's, like, my favorite thing to do. Well, have you noticed you do it to be annoying? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah You yeah. always do it to be annoying, and then whenever someone hears it, you're like, oh, God, I really hate it. Or, like, this urge of, like, can I hit you right now? Yeah. So my sister and I will get in like riff offs in that accent yeah. and it just gets like progressively horrid like as we go. My, my um, I have cousins in, uh, in Sweden and it's hilarious every time I, I put on that accent as a joke, mm-hmm. obviously, because I don't do that all the time. That's not how I speak. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> they, they, they always ask me, do that Valley Girl accent. I'm like, Okay. But it's, like, such a heightened Valley Girl. Oh, yeah. Because Valley Girl, to me, when I think Valley Girl, I think, like, Cher from Clueless, mm-hmm. you know? Or, like, that whole... The 80s that, movie? That 
group or whatever, yeah. you know? Was that 80s? I thought that was 90s. No, well, there was an 80s movie called Valley Girl. Oh, Valley Girl. And they they totally talk like this. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Color me crazy. Nicolas Cage was in that movie, fun what? fact. Yeah. Was that, like, his first movie? No, it couldn't no, have been. No, I don't think so, but... Couldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so let's get into it. All right. So, and again, this is one of those episodes where I feel like we have to tackle story by story because mm-hmm. there's just, it's so crazy yeah. and just like insane that I don't know a better way to handle that. That's fine. So. Let's do it. Yeah. So, Ruthie, easiest one to tackle, okay. probably. Yes. Um, gets it in her head that... Wait, am I getting it confused? No. This is the walkie-talkie episode, yes. right? Okay. Walkie-talkie. Sorry. This happens to me all the time where I, because we watch two at a time and it's a whole thing. Yep. Okay. So she gets it in her head that she wants these walkie-talkies that mm-hmm. cost $29.99. Yes. <laughs> and she asks her parents for the money and they are like, mm, no, not so much. And then... Then we get this scene. So she like tries to butter up Annie. It doesn't work, right? Yeah. And then she tries to butter up Eric, and it's truly just like Ruthie. Like where where is this insanity of yours coming from? Mm. The twins are lucky you're their daddy, and I'm lucky you're my daddy too. I love you. And I think you should get the walkie talkies you want. You're the best dad ever. I also think you're old enough to earn the money yourself. I hope you're not suggesting that allowance thing that the other kids do. Well, you can take the trash out for $3 a week. If you really want those walkie-talkies, that's the deal. Take it or leave it. I'll leave it. There are easier ways to make money than by working. Like, legit. Like, Ruthie is setting herself up to become, like, some sort of criminal. Yeah. Okay. I understand Ruthie is, well, okay, used to be the youngest, and True. therefore she learns from her peers, her siblings, whatever, mm-hmm. and she's and she's good at mimicking their actions, right? What I don't understand is, why is Ruthie acting like the worst version of Simon? <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, super adult, but manipulative as shit yeah in a way that simon was never exactly we've never seen him be manipulative it's like simon times a million with a sinister side or like a malicious side yeah and it's weird it's it's hard for me to call her actions in this episode like sinister or malicious because they're not not they're not like evil no they're not i mean she's just like she's just manipulative yeah like she's crazy manipulative yeah and when her sisters or older brothers get manipulative like they usually do or they're trying to scheme something yeah like you know basically hide under the radar of like their parents whatever okay right but never do they behave this way never like this like yeah like pitting like pitting the siblings against each other Mm -hmm. and like playing them all like a fucking fiddle yeah and of course it doesn't work in her favor. Yeah, that was the best when it all starts to fall apart, like yeah. at the end. That was so great. <laughs> and it just shows that everybody has a better character than Ruthie. Well, I think it also shows that like, you know, trying to game the system yeah. as it were, like, is not gonna work in your Basically favor. Like cheating. sometimes you have to work to earn and yeah. you know. But yeah, she's just 
like I just don't know what to do about her. So so the game she plays is she wants to get this money, so she goes to Simon. He obviously doesn't want to give her a loan outright. So he says that if he she can get someone to mow the lawn for him on Saturday, then he'll loan her the money. Okay, no problem. She then goes to Lucy. Lucy wants a pink sweater for the date she's going to go on, yeah. which we'll get into. God. Um, and in exchange for getting, or in, so Ruthie says that she'll let, she'll get Mary to lend Lucy the sweater mm-hmm. if Lucy mows the lawn. Yeah. So, okay, cool. She's letting, she's setting up her dominoes. Yeah. Then she goes to Mary and Mary wants to wear grandma's earrings that Annie has. Right? Yep. So she tells Mary that she'll get Annie to let her wear the earrings mm-hmm. if Mary lets Lucy wear the sweater. So that, that works to her favor. Mm-hmm. And then she suckers Annie into being like, you know, I think Mary really wants to wear those earrings. Yeah. Like, I think they'll really pull her outfit together. And mm-hmm. like, I'm just trying to be nice here, you know? Yeah. And so it all works in her favor yeah. until it doesn't at yeah. the end. <laughs> She's, but I have to admit, though, you got to love how sneaky she is. Not love it, but like, I like the maneuver of like, don't worry, I'll negotiate. Goes to the next one. Don't worry, I got it handled. Mm-hmm. Goes to the next one, gets it done. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's this domino effect of everything working in her favor, like you said. Yeah. So the, she'd be a good negotiator. Yeah, she <laughs> would. In, except, see, her fatal flaw is that she doesn't bank on the fact that it could all fall apart. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the fatal flaw is that this all hinges on Mary going to this award ceremony, yeah. which. If Mary, for whatever reason, couldn't go to the awards ceremony, it all falls, falls apart. apart. Yeah. And so, like, but, you know, she's 10 or however old she is. Yeah. So she'll learn. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks nothing will go against her. She, you know, she thinks it's all going to work out. Yeah. Never thinks of plan B. There is no plan there B. There is no plan B. She needs these walkie-talkies. She refuses to take out the trash for $3 a week. Yeah. And she will get them. <laughs> yeah. And in my head, I was like, three bucks for taking out the trash? Okay. Yeah, that seems high, doesn't yeah. it? That seems like a lot of money for just taking out the trash once a week. Yeah. And in 99, too. Yeah. Like, that's quite a chunk of change. 99? It's not 2000 yet? No, I don't think so. <gasps> You're right. We're mm-hmm. approaching 2000. We're approaching, yeah. yeah. Come January, it'll be 2000. This is funny. Yeah. Um. So... Um, and then on the other hand, you have Matt, who, oh, and you can, did you happen to watch the full credit sequence this this episode? Yes. With Shauna in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess the game they're playing this season is like, if either one of them or both are in the episode, mm-hmm. either being Maureen Flanagan or Chaz Shepard, yeah. then they'll be in the opening credits. Yeah. Otherwise, they just won't appear at yeah. all. Like, which, what kind of deal is that? I like, have no idea. <laughs> that's, like, unheard of. Yeah. Because um, she's recurring at best at this yeah. point, Shauna. Like, I mean, she's not in every episode. She's in a lot so far, mm-hmm. but she's not in every episode. Anyway, so Matt and Shauna are studying for midterms, and Matt is poring over this honor code that their professor has made them sign, mm-hmm. which... To me, is hilarious because, like, when I was in college, there was just a blanket honor code, like, yeah. that just applied to the entire school mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah. Like, 
you don't cheat, and if you find someone cheating, you report them or whatever. So it's weird to me that, like, this specific professor has, like, made them sign an honor thing, like, pledge or whatever for his class specifically, and Matt's, like, confused about it. (laughs) And it's, like, it literally couldn't be simpler. (laughs) It's pretty straightforward, Matt. Just don't cheat. (laughs) Uh, All I... I, I was like, wait, what, why is he confused? Like, why did he make it so complicated yeah. in his mind? Especially when Shauna, like, breaks it down. Yeah. Like, it's the ultimate, like, like feminism moment yeah. of, like, you know, like, the opposite of mansplaining yeah. or whatever. She's like, no, it's actually pretty simple. When you cheat, when someone cheats, you report them. Yeah. Done. Pretty simple. Okay, and then, of course, like, a second later, this skeevy guy approaches him yeah. and asks him to tutor him for a mid- Tutor him in the morning for a midterm that afternoon. Yeah. Like, what kind of tutoring session is that? Especially when they're sitting in the library studying now. Yeah. Like, why not just join them now mm-hmm. as they're studying? Yeah. Like, to what end are you going to wait till the morning? It's all so stupid. And the amount of money? Dude, he took out, like, $600 or yeah. something. Easy. It was insane. Something like that. That's what it looked like. And, um, yeah. So he gives him all that cash, and he goes, he's like, oh, this is way too much, and then, like, he's giving it back. Uh-huh. Like, m- way more, like, 70% of it he's giving back. Yeah. And he goes, well, and then that's whenever he decides to convince him, or or to ask him uh, to take the exam for him. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he denies. Well, we don't even actually see him deny it. They do that classic Seventh Heaven move of, like, like a like a close up yeah. on Matt, like staring at the money and like looking off into the distance, like oh no, what's he gonna do? Obviously, he's not gonna cheat. Yeah. And then, of course, at class the next or that afternoon or whatever, mm-hmm. the guy comes in, takes a seat next to Matt, and turns out that he suckered the guy in front of him to cheat. Yeah. For him or with him mm-hmm. or whatever. And then this professor like comes in, delivers the exams to everybody stands there for a minute and then just walks out like i've never heard of that i've never seen a professor walk out during an exam i was really trying to think about it like in my college days like i mean because you know we had really big lecture halls right like this little classroom there and with 20 people didn't exist at ucla but like but like i'm pretty sure even if the professor didn't stay at least like a ta or something yeah was in the room mm-hmm. like administering the exam exactly. like no one just like leaves you to your own devices for an hour like that doesn't happen if that was the case everyone would be cheating exactly and then and then what's really funny is like well i guess because of the honor code but i was gonna say like he walks out and then he still like surreptitiously tries to cheat like to cheat yeah and i'm like yeah that makes sense because the code says mm-hmm. if you get caught, you know, you tell somebody or whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's all just weird. And then after the exam, the professor comes, and he's like, several students reported that you and Silver Spoon guy and the other guy were cheating. Mind you, we never see the third guy ever again. Yeah. Like, where did he go in the equation? Like, it all just becomes about Matt and this guy. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, but the other guy's the one who agreed to cheat. He's yeah. more at fault than anyone else. He's like the one that gave the answers. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is just really stupid. Yeah, but I mean, okay, the only, like, good thing about that was the dad calling, calling out his son. Yeah, which was really cute, too, because I was taken a little bit aback by this. Like, so Matt and that guy almost come to blows at Eddie's pool hall. Mm-hmm. 
and Shauna like steps in and he's like, he's not worth it. He's not worth it. And then that's when Matt has the aha moment of like, oh yeah, like my dad always taught me if you can't fix the problem, go to the source. Yeah. Which like is the indication that he's going to talk to the dad. Yeah. And then everything, you know, gets straightened out, whatever. And then you get this epic fucking scene at the end of the episode between Eric and Matt and I swear to you it's like validation for everything we've always been saying about Eric like it's it's so ultimate thanks for calling James's father when I called him last night he told me you had called too you call James's father yeah a chip off the old block (laughs) so uh you must be feeling better what makes you say that because you're back meddling in other people's lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, legit, though. Yeah. Like, it's so great. Matt never even asked him to do it. He never asked his dad to call. Nothing. No, he just he just expressed to his parents that this is the drama he's dealing with at school mm-hmm. because, you know, it was on his mind or whatever. And that's all it took was... For him to say that to Eric, and then Eric just like took the ball and ran with it, yep. and it's like you know, at some point you're gonna have to let your children take care of their own shit, like yeah. otherwise they're ne- especially your eldest who's almost twenty one. <laughs> like at some point he's gonna have to learn to like, I mean, and he has. That's the problem, or yeah. that's the thing. It's like he has learned his lessons. Mm-hmm. He knows how to solve his problems. Now you just gotta let him, dude. <laughs> yeah. Chips off the old I'm um, over you. I'm over you, Eric. Same. Um, okay. So now we've got Lucy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we I have just, Lucy. I mean, okay. So that typical thing that happens with Lucy happens where she is, like, volunteering at the school office or whatever the fuck, and... Some guy walks in and, like, charms the pants off of her. Riley Smith. Smith? Is that his name? Riley Smith. Oh, wait, that's, that's the actor's name. Yeah. Because it's Tyler's the character. Tyler, name. yeah. Okay. Which, do we know him from somewhere? Uh, so many, like, random little cameos and things like that, but... Because <laughs> he looks really familiar, but I couldn't place him. Remember when we were really young and <laughs> Disney yes. would make, like, Disney movies? Yeah. I, I think they still do, like, on the Disney Channel. Do they? Yeah, I think they still do. Oh, wow, okay. I mean, I think that's how, like, they make some extra cash other than Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> and their actual movies in theaters. Um, there was a movie once upon a time called Motocross mm. on Disney Channel, and that's where I remember him from. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold, hold on. on. You're going to have to vamp okay. for, like, five minutes. No, well, here's, here's, a fun, here's a funny story about that movie, Motocross. So the girl basically, um, the girl that's in that movie, she has a twin, and her twin basically gets injured, and she decides to be a boy. Like, she try, she, she decides to go in as her brother, and right, then that's when right. her and Riley Smith become friends. Okay. Now, here's the funny thing. That girl that play, that was in motocross, I know, ends up on 7th Heaven at some point. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And I think she actually ends up dating maybe uh, Simon. Like, later in the season. Oh, okay. Because, like, I'm telling you, I haven't watched the show, but I remember seeing here and there random things. Like, I remember Ashley Simpson being part of the sure, show. Sure, 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 sure. This girl does make a cameo, too. Okay. That's, that's so, the reason I freaked out yes. when you mentioned motocross 
is because um, an Instagram user who I feel like should remain nameless because I don't know that she wants her shit to be out in the airwaves, but and I don't even know if she listens to us, but um, she she like tagged us in this post that she made, which is like a side by side of um, two like race car related movies okay one was an mgm release starring david gallagher called cart racer and the other was a disney channel original called the right on track that starred beverly mitchell oh, i remember oh my god yeah so that's hilarious that it all comes for full circle with some motocross guy and then a chick who ends up making an appearance on Seventh Heaven. This like, is so funny. Isn't that though? Oh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, I actually well, I remember the the one with Beverly Mitchell. Like, I remember seeing that. Uh huh. Never watching it, but I remember. Yeah, I don't like, remember watching it yeah. either. But yeah, isn't so that funny. funny? Oh God, that's hilarious. Oh man, the universe. It's so small. Apparently. <laughs> so, yes. I'm so embarrassed that I know that I've watched it across. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen that one, too. It does ring a lot of bells. I just couldn't remember, like, who was in it or whatever. But So this guy comes in. He's all, like, charming her to get a hall pass or whatever. She's, like, stuttering up a storm. She can barely contain herself. I know. I'm like, Lucy, you went to camp all by myself? Like, come on. <laughs> I swear to you, she's just, like, a moth to a flame when it comes to boys. Yeah. She, she really can't help herself, I believe. And so then he calls her and, like, asks her to the school dance. And she's like, aren't you dating Courtney Weber? No, not even. Like, he shows up to the house and asks her out. Oh, yeah. And gives her a kiss on the cheek. That's what happens. And then she, like, squeals in delight. And then that's when, afterwards, he calls her. Yeah. And he's basically like, hey, so um, I'm trying to get to Harvard and can't do that with, like, C's. So, like, can you give me the password so I can, like, change my grades to the school computer or whatever? Yeah. And she's like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, okay, I'll talk to you later. And basically confides in Mary. Yeah, and I love that Mary's like, you know what to do here. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. Like, obviously. And then when she confronts him at school, it's probably my favorite moment ever. Hey. Hello. So, what's a good day we could do that computer thing we talked about? Um, how about never? What? I thought I knew better. <laughs> but you said you were going to help me out. I knew you were still dating Courtney, but I was willing to deny the truth. Unfortunately, when you asked me to break into the school computers, I kind of woke up and realized you were using me. Why? Well, I, I still think you're pretty. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, I think you're pretty. Pretty sleazy. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. What is that voice that comes out? I... Bye-bye now. <laughs> and then he's like, that computer thing. That computer thing we talked about. <laughs> yeah. So gross. But I'm glad, though, that... Well... It would have been better if she just, like, shut him down on the phone right then and there. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why she had to confide in Mary about it. Like, it's so it's such a no-brainer. Because like, Lucy still needs to learn. I guess that's true. That, that, that's it. Lucy still needs to learn. 
but I'm sorry, she's had this happen to her before. Over it. Has she like this? No, well, not like this to the point where the guy's asking her for, but like, ma Lucy, you need to know better. Like, you've had many lessons in these three That's seasons. That's true. Like, how many times is a guy gonna she's all that you before you learn your lesson? Thank you. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, it's getting old. And she's getting too old for this shit. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she's, she's like 16 now? Yeah. Yeah, like, come on, Lucy. Or at least almost. Yeah, no, she's 16, I think. For sure. Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, that's that one. And then you have Mary. And, like, Mary's story is not really Mary's story at all, even. No, it's not. Except that, what the hell was up with that lip thing? Do you think she had a split lip and they had to pull it into the story? I have no idea. Because it fucking, quote, unquote, healed real fast. Yeah. Like, what the hell was that? I don't know what happened. That was really weird. Yeah. And the makeup seemed off as, like, I don't know. It was it just was all weird. weird. I, I, I almost feel like maybe she had, like, a cold sore or something. And so to cover it up, like, they had to give her a split lip. Maybe. And then as the cold sore healed, like, her lip healed, quote-unquote. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, so, we find out that Mary's getting honored by, with an award from the Businessmen's Association. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> As Whatever I, that as means. As I say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> the Businessmen's Association All Sports Award. Like, like what is who that? Are you kidding? <laughs> Stop making shit up for no reason. I love it because because it, it's clearly a ripoff of like the All American idea, mm -hmm. right? Like All American Sports or whatever. But like All Sports, that's yeah. not a thing. What does that even mean? She plays one sport. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Over it. Okay, so on. she and her friend Corey are being honored by this or with this award and she's like she, you know she's kind of excited about it she's nervous about having to give a speech or whatever mm -hmm. and then this rumor starts spreading that Corey had to drop out of middle school because she got pregnant at 14 and had a baby mm -hmm. and then the Businessmen's Association, like, retracts the award from her. Yeah. Or basically, like, doesn't want to give it to her anymore, and so they're going to only give it to Mary. And, like, Mary, rightfully, I think, is like, fuck that noise, mm -hmm. because, like, like, the, like, here's the woman you need to give it to give this award to. Yeah. Like, she dropped out of school at 14 to have a baby, but now she's finishing high school with, like, the highest GPA. Yeah. And she plays a sport, and she's taking care of her kid. And, and she, it, got a, she got a scholarship? <clears throat> Did she get a scholarship? Uh, three like Ivy that? Leagues. She there got into go. three Ivy Leagues. Yeah. Like, clearly she's a fucking badass. Yeah. And she says as much at her speech. And then invites Corey and her daughter, Bernadette, I yeah. want to say up on stage and it's really cute like they get a standing o and stuff whatever the standing o is hilarious like the yeah. slow clap of it all no not only that though there was a moment where i, I, I like i know that i i wrote this down in my notes um who are they really clapping for mary or record or cory because yeah, yeah. at this point i don't know who because it's a, it's as if like look at what mary did well i think at first they're clapping a little bit for both, but by the end of it, they're clearly definitely clapping for Corey. I know, but it just... But it is funny, yeah. Yeah. Because Mary gets to give this, like, righteous speech and shit, and mm -hmm. then all Corey has to do is, like, come out and, like, be on display, yeah. you know? Thanks, guys. <laughs> and brings out her daughter 
on stage. Yeah, yeah like total like pity clap. You know, like <laughs> oh look at my child. <laughs> But she is a badass, though. However, I had a bone to pick. This is, again, those little things that they do and say that just drive me up a wall. Mm -hmm. She says at one point, Corey does, that she's graduating from high school magna cum laude. And I'm like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. You don't graduate cum laude anything in high school. That's a college thing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you can just say you're graduating with the highest GPA or, like, with honors or whatever. But, like, you don't say magna cum laude. Uh, I'm not not kidding. When she said that, I'm like... Wait, 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 wait. Is she in college? Yeah. It was really, like, really jarring in how wrong it was. Yeah. <laughs> wait, she's in college? I thought, wasn't this high school? It's, like, literally, like, I can just imagine the writer's room, like, oh, yeah, like, she's, like, real smart, magna cum laude. Like, no, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, so many, whatever, so many stupid things about this um, episode. Yeah. Really, just annoying. Just really annoying. They should have just. <sighs> <laughs> I, I think I would have rather have watched the Camdens, like sitting by each other for an hour, <laughs> just sitting there, just sitting there, than this. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I would find it more entertaining. I mean, though, really, like, and then and then so layered on top of all of this, is Simon's friendship with his friend Lee, right? And so with this really cool dad. Oh my god. That like works for the FBI. He works with the local police and the FBI. That's so cool. Yeah. Ugh. And of course Eric gets a little butt hurt. (laughs) Yeah, okay, Eric. And I love too how he calls Sergeant Michaels and he's like, Well, this kid's obviously lying about his father. (laughs) And it's like, calm down. Like but it was so obvious. The minute the kid, Lee, says NASA, I'm like, oh, he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> and all I'm thinking is, Sergeant Michaels, I really, really like you. But, dude, keep your cases closed and stop revealing everybody's That's life. That's like, all, that ha- all Eric has to do is, like, Jeff Patterson ring a bell. He's like, yeah, he was arrested. Yeah. Then he and then he like provides Eric the full rundown on yeah. Lee's life. Like, like don't get me wrong, I understand it's public. Whatever you can, uh, you could probably look this shit up. Is it though? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But at, at some, <laughs> Sergeant Michaels, man, has some integrity. Stop giving everything away. Yeah, it's really funny how he's like, yeah. So uh, his mother left when he was four, and a uh, crack addict, and uh, comes around every couple years looking for a handout. And yeah. I guess for him, it's easier to pretend that she's dead. Like, yeah. Come on. Like, what are you, a psychological profiler now? Like, who are you? Not only that, though. First of all, I like you know we've talked we've talked about this. We don't know how big or how small Glenn Oak is. <laughs> Seriously, okay? though. So if you're giving people these crazy backgrounds, okay, you're giving them these whatever, horrific backgrounds. And if this is a big-ass city, how the hell do you know everybody like it's a town? Yeah, seriously. How? Seriously, how does the name Jeff Patterson ring, ring a bell? Like, There's probably from 50 the of them. millions of people, presumably, in Glen Oak. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's crazy. That, so, and then, whatever. So that's the part that I find interesting. Can someone... <laughs> Will the show ever break down how big Glen Oak is? I wish, I hope one day they do a census episode. (laughs) (laughs) Like the whole episode is just the census taker going from door to door. All right. That would honestly be better than this episode, though. 
Yeah, <laughs> probably. I'd enjoy it. Yeah, I think you would have like a little history lesson and like yeah, yeah, yeah. you would know how Glen Oak works. Yeah, the, like you know, like the economics mm-hmm. of this of this city township, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently there's bar- bad parts of Glen Oak, guys, and then there's a good part, yep. and then there's a random forest, and then there's, like, yeah, all this shit. <laughs> forest. Well, you know, because you always see them, like, in mountains out of nowhere, know, and you're like, I know, what? I know, it's so good. Like, okay. It's so good. Um, okay, so Simon brings home his friend Lee. Lee is like, my mom's dead, my dad works late because he's a private investigator, my grandma takes care of me, okay, call your grandma, make sure that she knows you're going to be here for dinner, cool, no problem, the next day... Oh, come over again because your dad's working. Cool. That's when the bag, his backpack falls. And the baggie. And the baggie of marijuana comes out with it. The baggie of marijuana. Yeah, no That's joke. That's why he's like, well, why do you have a baggie of marijuana? I'm like, no, no, he and it's And it's didn't. not mine. And it's not mine. And, and Simon, of course, comes to his aid because he's a good friend. I love Simon in yeah. this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's like, he's like, maybe it's not his, you know? And then mm-hmm. th- that gives Lee the out to be like, it's not, I promise, or whatever. Yeah. I found it, I swear. And I literally wrote in my notes, ugh, and he has pot. Come on, Lee. <laughs> and then I remembered that, that hilarious rush hour line. Oh, God. Jamal, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that never happens. Because I usually, like, when I want to say like come on i always add the lee because it's funny and in this case it actually Actually applies (laughs) i i yeah rush hour once upon a time that was fun once upon a time it wasn't racist at all um (laughs) (laughs) and then i wrote a note p.s you totes know david gallagher smoked pot in his trailer (laughs) like like, come on yeah like you know that these children or who these actors or whatever like we're totally smoking pot on the side, like, because yeah. they could easily get it, and yeah. like, who gives a fuck? And here they are having to like portray this like super conservative view yeah. on marijuana. <laughs> and so then Eric and Michael, or Sergeant Michaels, take Lee home, mm-hmm. and we, and then they like confront Lee's dad or whatever, right? And we get this scene. Look. I'm the minister at Glenoch Community Church. If there's a problem, That's I can nice, help. That's nice, but I, I think you should mind your own business. When your son brought drugs into my house, it became my business. Are you going to arrest Lee? No, but I am going to file a report. Well, you file anything you want. You just leave me, my son, and my mother alone. What do you think? Yeah, me too. Did you have any clue what that silent nod to each other was about? Yeah, me too. Nope. I had no clue. I got lost in the score again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty horrific. But I was just like, because Sergeant Michaels is like, what do you think? And then Eric just like doesn't even look at him. He just like stares off into the distance. And I'm just like, and then for Michaels to be like, me too, I'm like, you too what? Like, <laughs> like, you got, what realization did you come to? Like... And then, of course, we find out that the realization is the fact that, you know, that everyone's lying about this or whatever, which kind of obviously, right? Yeah. Um, but then Lee runs away, mm-hmm. and we get this hilarious scene between fucking Eric and Sergeant Michaels. Sergeant Michaels here. Lee Patterson ran away. He's over here. Uh, at least now we know he's safe. No, we know that 
the drugs belong to his father, we're positive he's still using, why can't we just go in there and arrest him? Well, it's not that easy. If we arrest him for possession, Lee would have to testify against his father. Well, what about the grandmother? Oh, I think she's in deep denial about her son. If I get social services involved, they'll get Lee out of the house, but they'll also put him in foster care. I want to do what's in Lee's best interest, but I don't think that's foster care. Agreed. I tell you, what Lee's father needs is a shove in the right direction and a little motivation to straighten up his life. So are you the uh, shove or the motivation? The motivation. Well, I guess that makes me the shove. Shove and motivation. The buddy cop nobody the wanted. The buddy cop film nobody asked for. Yeah, like stop <laughs> behaving like, uh, what is it, Starsky and Hutch? That's legit what it yeah. is. It's hilarious. Like, all I was waiting for is I'm getting too old for this shit. And, and, not, yeah, I, I have to. <laughs> but, like, don't you love the... I know that's lethal weapon for all the tweeters out there. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you love now the breakdown of how shit goes down, like, like they're telling you, no. Well, if you if, if you arrest him, this is what's it's gonna happen. It's a full on procedural drama yes. for a minute there. Yeah, yeah. It's like legit watching a Law and Order episode. Yes. <laughs> like, so what this, just happened? You're like, so this is what happens whenever I decide to do, like rat someone out. Like they're smoking pot, go arrest them, and then if they have kids, oh, this is what happens. Okay. 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 Thank you. My favorite is when Eric's like, "We know he's doing drugs. We know he's lying about it. Why can't we go in there and arrest him?" It's like, cool your jets, homeboy. Yeah. Like. Relax. <laughs> and it's her just, Michael, dude, <laughs> just so calm. He's like, well, we can't do that. Because like, <laughs> the boy's going to have to testify against his father. <laughs> that was a horrible Sergeant Michaels impression. Yeah, he would be offended. <laughs> I think so. I'm sorry, Sergeant Michaels. <laughs> I done did you wrong. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, that was, like, so, such a weird, like, left turn for this episode. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then they have this truly, truly epic intervention scene. Yes. And I like to think of it as a play in three acts, if you will. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like this setup. Good one. And I mean, like, no joke, though. Like, we're going to play them in somewhat rapid succession now, but it's like Oscar-worthy, Oscar-worthy performance after Oscar-worthy performance. Like, as they go down this line, it's fucking hilarious did they think they were gonna get a ring man i'm surprised they didn't though to be honest like i'm surprised that this wasn't one of those like submitted for your consideration yeah. you know like look what we can do <laughs> you know like <laughs> it's fucking insane so okay so they they bring the dad over to the mm-hmm. camden house where the lee and his grandmother are sitting and waiting with annie and eric and Sergeant Michael sort of, like, blocks the door because, of course, the dad, like, tries to get yeah. out right away once he realizes what's happening or whatever. So they sit him down. They're like, this is an intervention. Do you know what that means? <laughs> like, okay, who gives a fuck? And then the Lee, the Lee, Lee, um, like, you know, like, like, they're sitting there and he's sort of, like, the dad's sort of just like, okay, get this over with, whatever the hell. He's like, yeah. really listening or whatever. And then, like, Lee, like, gets on his knees in front of his dad. Gets on his knees. Dad, stop lying. Please, just stop lying and making promises you never keep. I'm sick of all the lies. You smoke marijuana. You know you do. 
Grandma knows you do. I know you do. And you know the marijuana Reverend Camden found in my backpack came from you. I took it from you because I'm afraid if I left it at home, you'd smoke it and do something stupid. I'm afraid if I left it at home, you'd smoke it. <laughs> now that was worthy of an Oscar. Thank you. And scene. <laughs> and that's how you get it done, folks. I mean, it's bad. Yeah. It's hard. At one point, he stops enunciating. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's not like. Bad. <laughs> like bad. Now I sound like Christopher Walken. Bad. So he gives his spiel. He goes and reclaims his seat on the couch. Mm -hmm. And then Grandma speaks up. I should have kicked you out. I should have told you that if you did drugs, you couldn't live with me. But I thought turning my back on my son made me a bad mother. I was wrong. It made me a bad grandmother. Look, if you won't straighten up for me, do it for Lee. He's your son. You need to act like his father. And if you don't make me a promise right here and right now that you will take the steps to clean up your life, then I'll get custody of Lee. And you'll never see us again. And I don't want to do that. I just can't sit by and watch my grandson turn to drugs the way my son did. I mean, the way that she, like, almost breaks down in tears, like, five times yeah. throughout that whole speech. Yeah. Is, I mean, it's impressive. <laughs> but I, okay, while I was watching that, I'm like, can her voice go any lower? I know. She's, like, barely, yeah. barely emoting. She's yeah. just, like, right here. Yeah. Right here the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fucking crazy. And Sage Allen, I feel like I know that name. That's mm -hmm. the actress who plays the grandmother. Mm -hmm. I feel like I know that name. And she looks vaguely familiar. I, I think it's because she reminds me of, God help me, this is the only credit I can think of that, of hers, the housekeeper from Two and a Half, and Men. Half Men. She kind of like you know has that look or whatever. I know it's not her. <coughs> you don't remember her from Mystic Pizza? <coughs> Never seen it. Excuse me while I cough up a lung. Never seen it. Is that good? Should I see it? Mm, Should I, I add it to the list of a million? <laughs> add it to the list of a million. Okay. It, it's not like, oh my god, good. I mean, it's just like, you know. Isn't that, what's her name's first movie? Julia Roberts? Mm -hmm. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely her first. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. I think, if I remember correctly, I think I've seen the scene where there's like some sort of a dance happening under a canopy of lights. I don't know if it's a dance or it's like a party or yes. something. Okay. 
Yeah, that's the only scene that I think I've seen. Maybe like as I was flipping channels or something. Mm. And so she's in it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Not this grandma, but <laughs> oh, two and a half. When, when yeah. chick. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. No, not, but she looks like. I her. see. I see how you got there now. Yeah, yeah. You see it now. I get it now. Did I'm you following. Get it? I'm following. Did you get it? I think I got it. All right. <laughs> um. So okay, yeah. So they give their spiels. Of course, Eric has to chime in because he can't just leave well enough alone and says some bullshit like the first step is admitting you have a problem and. It's like the hardest step, you know? I don't know why I'm making him Nicolas Cage, but... <laughs> I don't know, but I kind of like it. Kind of like it. No, that's Keanu. <laughs> oh, no, that is Keanu. Um, and then so finally, like, they're like, okay, so Lee's dad, whatever his name is, like, what you gonna do? Mm-hmm. I guess I say I have a problem. <laughs> I need help. And I don't want to lose my son. Damn right, Julie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if her bark was audible, but if it was, we've got a dog in the studio, folks. <laughs> I mean, I have to admit, though, it was the softest bark I think I've ever heard. It was great. <laughs> it was really great. I mean, she heard it. She knows what we're dealing with yeah. on this BS episode. Yeah, she's like, okay, are we done? Feed me. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we kind of are done. Yeah. <laughs> like, weirdly. Um, oh, and then of course Annie, uh, the best line in the end. So I guess that means you're back to work. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how does it? And how do you feel? Feels good. Yeah. Feels good. <laughs> As they like cry and cradle each other's heads, yes. and the we fade out to black. <laughs> Congratulations, you have the meddler back. <laughs> Oh, man. Any other stray observations? No, other than this was annoying. Like the show. Totally. Totally annoying. All right, so let's rate this sucker. I'm going to give it a three because good for trying. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I almost gave it a three, and then I was like, fuck it, though. Like, some parts were funny or whatever, so I gave it a four. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, but it was, no. it was, yeah, it was a garbage, mm-hmm. garbage episode that I just did not care for. Yeah. No. No, thank you. All right. So, as always, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review um, on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, And you know what, folks? Listen, we're right in the throes of season four. We're going to keep doing this whether you listen or not. That's the the gosh honest truth, okay? Isn't it, though? But if you like what you hear – if you think this is worth listening to, spending an hour and change with us each, you know, each uh, week, then tell a friend. Let them know that there is this podcast happening in the world, and uh, we sure could use some love. So um, you can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places, or you can send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. Shout out to Bruce A. <laughs> <laughs> and um, until next time. Bye-bye now. (laughs) Perfect. Bye. Bye.